The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Touchdown or turnover by Balco at 10 Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong, better rates and better service. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, our two here on the program. It is a beautiful Friday, February the 18th, Tennessee, Arkansas, tomorrow. Tennessee's been getting it done in the SEC over the last couple games on the hardwood. Great road test for Tennessee. Passed the home test against the top five team in Kentucky when you won that Super Bowl. Now it's time. I guess this would be like the Pro Bowl. I don't know. But this weekend, on the road to Arkansas, one of the toughest places to play in the entire country. Not just the conference, but the entire country. Tennessee won five games in a row, won eight SEC games in a row. Looking to make it nine. Tennessee is 10 and three in the conference, tied for second with Kentucky, 19 and six overall record. Let's go. Tennessee is perfect at home, 14 and 0, but on the road, that's a different story, man. Just 500. Just 500 on the road. What is it going to take? It's going to take what we saw Tuesday. We saw versus Kentucky. It's going to take great energy. It's going to take great defensive effort, effort, toughness, and physicality down uh, inside the paint. Getting 50-50 balls, making shots on the outside, making your free throws, not turning the, the basketball over, had a nice assist-to-turnover ratio against Kentucky. Doing it again is what it's going to take against an Arkansas team that's capable of beating anybody in the league. They've already proven they can beat the best team in the league in Auburn. But I want to be a little bit more specific about what is it going to take and who will need to have a good game. Do we see Ben McKee from Tennessee? No, you will not see Ben McKee at the game on Saturday. Ben McKee from Tennessee. Did you? Diggy V at Tennessee. <laughs> Do we see it? 30 points between Zakai Ziegler and Kenny Chandler? 30? 30 points between the two. 30 points combined. So we could be 18 and 12. It could be 15 and 15. It could be 20 and 10. Do we see? That's good math. Hey, man, it's just what I do. Do we see 30 points combined from Zakai Ziegler? And Kennedy Chandler against Kentucky. Against Kentucky. We had Chandler who dropped 17 and Ziegler dropped 14. So you got 31 points against Kentucky between those two. Do we see 30 between the two versus Arkansas? Touchdown or turnover? I'll say touchdown. I don't think that's a, a big number when when you really think about it. Maybe off the bat, it feels like a big number, but again, when you when you really think about it, it's it's not a whole lot. 
I mean, the, each each guy is more than capable of of getting to fifteen, and uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Kennedy or Zakai have seventeen or eighteen, and then the other guy only needs twelve or thirteen. So I'll say touchdown, but it, it will be a tall task tomorrow. Arkansas has a good defense, the eighteenth most efficient defense in the country. They're only allowing ninety one points per one hundred possessions, and that is where they have hung their hat of late. Teams don't shoot all that great against them. They turn teams over. Teams don't get offensive rebounds against them. Uh, they block shots. They they get steals. Uh, now, the one thing is teams do shoot pretty well from three. Oh, against them. Let's go. Uh, just kind of middle of the road in terms of the three-point defense. It's, it's not bad, but it's not good e- either. Just kind of average. Uh, 145th in opponent three-point percentage and uh, they do give up a lot of threes per game as well so that that kind of piques my interest with the way Santiago and Josiah and Zakai Kennedy have been shooting the basketball of late so I'll say touchdown should be a fun game Tennessee is projected by Kim Palm to win 70 to 69 nice Uh, a one-point win for the Vols gives a them a 56% chance of of winning should be a really fun game and and Arkansas is pulling out all the stops for this game it's a red out oh gosh here we go they they got permission from the SEC to wear all red at home to to go with the red out they're they're bringing back the the NBA hogs because it is all-star weekend and your boy John Morant is going to be headlining all-star weekend Desmond Bain's going to win the three-point contest. Um, but guys like Bobby Portis are, are going to be back. So they're, they're going to have a bunch of former Hogs in the building. Uh, all of their big-time recruits, their, their five-star signees for next year's class are going to be there. Five-stars <sighs> in the future are going to be there. They are pulling out all the stops. Why did they do this last week, man? Well, they did. They did the whiteout against Auburn. But they didn't bring back Bobby Portis. And Bobby Portis was playing for the Bucks. He's still playing for the Bucks. Not this weekend. It's All Star Weekend. He, he, what's he, he? It's either this or sit at the home on the couch. For Bobby, he ain't. I wonder if they're bringing back Curtis Williamson and I think so. Scotty Thurman and I all them so. boys from the '94 team. I think they are because they're bringing back Bill Clinton too. Possibly. Oh no! If he's not having relations with somebody, <laughs> uh, even uh, Scotty Pippen may be somewhat honored as, as an Arkansas. He didn't go to Arkansas. He went to some little small school in Arkansas. Was it Arkansas Central or something oh, like that? Yeah, something. something but he still text. like he still rolls up to the Arkansas games though. It's interesting. He's a, what do they call people from Arkansas? Like we're Tennesseans. What are they? Are our, our Gumps? No, that's Bama. Oh, my bad. Ar- Arkansians, Hogs. I I don't know either. But I I was on a Arkansas podcast last night, and the guy was telling me that <laughs> they're bringing everybody back. They they mentioned Bobby Portis. Or he mentioned Bobby Portis and, and mentioned several other guys. I just can't remember all the other guys. They're bringing Malik Monk back. Oh, no. <laughs> never mind. Sensitive subject there. Yeah, he went to Kentucky. Too soon. Well, they was hurt on that one, man. Oh, they He was ready to jump out of the building. They're still hurt. <laughs> they st- they're still hurt. So <laughs> They was hurt with Malik Monk. It'll be a fun game tomorrow. Arkansas. It'll be a fun game tomorrow. And I'll say touchdown. I think those two combined for 30. Can I share something with you? Yes. It's what we do here on the Swain event. We share with one another. Versus A&M. Couple games ago, Ben, 
Zakai Ziegler and Kenny Chandler had 30 points combined. Against South Carolina, they had 29 points combined. Versus Mississippi State, they had 29 points combined. Against Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt. they had 22 points combined. And then Kentucky, they had 31 points combined. So they've been right there in the last five games, either hitting it or being a point within the 30-point combined total. I'm going to touch that. I'm going to touch that. It's time. It's time to have a offensive showing on the road like we saw in the last four or five minutes of the, of the, of the Texas game. You want to give up all these shots? You want to give up all these three-point attempts? That is not a good idea versus this Tennessee team at this moment of the season. Now, it's going to be loud. It's going to be rowdy, which makes it even more important that in the first four minutes of the game, you establish yourself. Like, Kentucky did a good job at the beginning, making shots, shutting us up. But the technical Coach Kyle, the the, the scrum there in the, on the sideline, that worked against Kentucky because that allowed the crowd to get back into the game. But we was we was we was quiet when Kentucky was making shots. Oscar Sheway was hitting top of the key jump shots. The fake Obi Toppin was hitting jump shots. I mean, everybody everybody's hitting jump shots. Nobody could miss early for Kentucky. Jacob Toppin. I won't be disrespectful. The the sucky brother. <laughs> like, like they were making shots, man. And if you come in and make shots and get up to a lead, it, those it, that crowd it, it yep, it disappears real quick. Mm-hmm. Maybe not disappears, but it, it turns down a notch. And and I think the key to this game will simply be when Arkansas goes on its runs. Because basketball is a game of runs. Arkansas will have one in the first half, one in the second half, if not two in the first half in the second half. Kentucky had runs against Tennessee. They did. But what did Tennessee do? Respond. Exactly. And so when Arkansas and that crowd gets going in the first half, somebody's got to step up and, and knock down a, a bucket. They, they cannot have that stretch of five, six, seven minutes where they – they don't make a shot. They can't. If 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 they do, they will lose. It's really as simple as that to me. And then there's the other cliche things. I mean, you can't turn the ball over like like you did against Kentucky and Lexington. Got to keep the ball moving. And Tennessee has done a, a much better job of those two things yep, of late. Job. And and that's been the difference. The ball hasn't been sticking. It's been moving, swinging from side to side, getting good shots because of it. And you're also not turning the ball over near as much as, as you were earlier this, this year. So if they respond to the Arkansas runs and they take care of the basketball and keep the ball moving, I actually have confidence in them them winning. I don't have an expectation of them winning. I thought they would split coming into the week. But I, I don't know. I feel, I feel good. I feel confident. But confident enough to take Tennessee to win? As you answer the phone? You got time. I ain't letting you run away from that one. Got a prank caller? No, I think uh, 
I didn't get to it quick enough because I was talking. Call us back. Call us back. We got you. We got you. My bad, caller. We got you. Turkey Man says, it doesn't work very good for us when we bring Peyton back. That's a good point, Turkey Man. Let him, let him, let him bring back their basketball version of Peyton, which I guess would be Bobby Portis. I mean, he's an NBA champion. I'd be on that 94 team you're talking about. No, Bobby wasn't on that one. But, yeah, Cor- Corliss, William- Corliss Williamson and Scotty Thurman. I remember those two. Scotty Thurman can fill it up. And then Corliss Williamson was the Tennessee version of Jerome Maimon. The baller. I do, I, 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 I do hope they have a Peyton being back type of performance. Chip Payne says they bring it back by Petrino and his neck collar too. <laughs> yes, Chip Payne. That's what I'm talking about. That's what they that's that's what they should bring back. Have Bob Petrino ride in on the on the on the hog, on the real hog with a motorcycle and do the halftime show. Forget that balancing ladders on your face. Let's bring in let's bring Bob Petrino. Daniel Gafford, one of the names that he said would, would be back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, is he still in the league? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember with who, but I, I remember watching a Grizzlies game recently and and him playing against your Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wizards. Yeah, that irrelevant. He was balling for the Wizards. A couple, uh, I think it was last year's playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I remember. Yeah, Wizards. He's a nice player. He really is. He really is. Oh man, these dudes are all gonna be back. Ugh. Good. Distract that team. I want Rick Barnes to give Eric Bussman a little bump on the shoulder. The one that's in the sling. Maybe that'll distract his uh, coaching. I want Uros to slide over to the baseball field and give Dave Van Horn a two-piece and a biscuit. <laughs> can't, can't use. We got to use Brock Jansen. We can't use uh, Uros. Uros no, has to play. No, no, no. Uros can't can roll over in a no, ski mask. No, you got to sacrifice somebody that, 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 that don't play. No, he can roll over in a ski mask. Nobody will know it's... <laughs> no, it's Uros. Who's that seven foot one guy wearing orange? Connor Vanover, the Arkansas center. Is <laughs> a year old player. Oh man, who's on the phone? Uh, Tramel. Why you sound so disappointed? I'm not disappointed. I love Tramel. Tramel, good morning. Dang, you gonna do me like that? Did you hear? Man? Did you hear like the energy in his voice just go down? But when I asked but, him? but then Tramel, I, I like said that? I I I love you. Do you love me? I do love you, Jimmy. The way you, the way you said my name, dog. Yeah, that response. Yeah. That was Tremel. more telling. That was more telling, right I there. I love you, Tremel. I love you, Tremel. Chill out, man, because you already been doing that. I know this right all morning. I know that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's so funny. It's like uh, when Nicki Minaj, when, when Corona first hit, and she said. Oh my god, that's that man salty, ain't he? Salty. Yeah. I watched that video, man. That boy. That's to get off my lawn, dude, ain't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he ain't played a game yet. <laughs> that boy is salty. I already man. talking about Tony Bartello. I turned my head. I'm like, you turn their head like they like they finna go fight or something. They just talking <laughs> junk like they do. Man. <laughs> that's just funny to me, man. <laughs> uh Question. Yes. And it's just basketball. I mean, it's just really y'all's opinion. 
Um, so we've had some really highly tied basketball guys come through here, you know, get drafted high or get drafted or whatever, whatnot. Now these, if you're not like a top five guy, like, wouldn't it be ideal to kind of stay a little bit longer now that how the game is played? You know what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> I only say that because like, Keon, he got he was just recently in a trade. Uh, he we got traded from. I think the seventy or I think the uh, Clippers to the Blazers. Clippers, Blazers. Clippers. Mm-hmm. To the Blazers. The Blazers, right? Which I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that that really could be a good spot for him. You know, on the games and whatever, whatnot. But these guys that come in very highly talented, five star guys. Like, would you think it be, could be ideal for them to kind of stay around a little bit longer now to kind of build a pedigree uh, instead of like just jumping in the league first? You know, just because somebody say you're going to be a your first round pick, because I know the money. The money's nice, but I mean, they get the NIL now. Uh, type of money, of course. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Uh, like, build your resume a little bit more before you kind of like jump in the league, make a name for yourself a little bit more. Because uh, if you're not that top, you know, five, six, seven guy, you know what I'm saying? You can kind of end up in a trade and get tossed around, and then end up being overseas playing ball somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Kind of how, like, uh, Brog- Malcolm Brogdon did it. Uh, I think he played four years at Virginia, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Virginia. Uh, but, you know, he came in the league, and you know, but he wasn't a highly touted player like some of the guys he's got, you know, the Keon Johnson, the Chandlers, and, you know, the guys that we could potentially get in the future now. They come in and be that dude, like, you know, just step out and kind of be like a top three dude. I can understand that. But guys that kind of need work, and stuff like that. But you, when you think it could be ideal for them to kind of stay in, the, stay around a little bit longer in college, I don't. I know that's not ideal for these kids these days. But what are y'all uh, opinions on that? Can I get out front listen? Just think about this, Jamel. The moment you picked up a basketball, we started watching the NBA. You you created a dream of playing in the NBA. So let's, let's just say you started playing basketball like five or six years old. That has been your dream. That has been your driver, your motivator. And then you play your freshman year, and you have a chance to go to the NBA. And you and you're guaranteed to be a first first round pick. And I know lottery sounds great, but <laughs> your lifelong dream is right there within reach. Jaden Springer, four-year, $10 million contract, yearly salary is 2.598. So right at 2.6, Keon Johnson, four-year contract, $12.5 million. Three, a little bit over $3 million a year. Now, Portland may feel like it's overseas from us, but it's still the United States. As much as I want to be like, yeah, man, you come, you know, you come, you come back, and you can you can get better and all that good stuff. I'm really trying to remove myself from a Tennessee fan, being a Tennessee fan, from this equation because if you don't, you would tell yourself like, yeah, these guys need to come back, like they need to come back. I don't necessarily need to. What they need to do is is play basketball against really good competition, whether that's in college or whether that's in the pros. Like, 
I think basketball is really different than football being when we're talking about a, a player having a chance to be in the first round versus a player in football that may be a fourth or fifth round pick and maybe need me maybe need to come back. Mm-hmm. Or a sixth round pick, maybe need needing to come back. But like this this basketball money is just it's just different. It's just different. So I would love to see a Keon Johnson and Jaden Springer in year number two and a Ken Chandler number two, year number two. But your lifelong dream is to go to the NBA and you get a chance to make this type of money. And okay, you're not you're not playing, you're not a star, but basically you're like a freshman in Alabama. You're getting paid a lot of money to develop. <laughs> That's what it looks like. That's what it feels like. So it's just hard for me to, to be there when it comes to telling guys, oh, they didn't come back in basketball. They're not, you know, they're not ready. If they're if they're better than most of everybody that they play in college, then I think they're ready to be a professional. And they're ready to go be paid like a professional. The only argument or rebuttal would be that, hey, Kennedy Chandler comes back, proves that he can consistently shoot the basketball and that that's going to translate to the NBA. Yesterday, he's projected as a 28th pick in the first round to to the Grizz. Man. He comes back and, and proves that he can shoot. I mean, he's a top 15 pick after a sophomore. And you're doubling the money that that you just mentioned with Keon and, and Jaden. So that that would be the the only rebuttal. And, and it look, it's a hard conversation to have. It's a, a tough decision to to make. Do do you go ahead and go get that money now, or do do you really work at your craft and ball out as a sophomore, increase your draft stock, and double your money? You have to wait a year before you get that money, but you're doubling your money. Tough decision to make, and, and quite frankly, I'm glad I don't have to make one. Yeah, I mean, NIL makes it a little bit easier. Yes. But it's nowhere close to, you know, NBA money. Right. But the NIL money just makes you super comfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, you sh- most guys don't have any kids. Most guys, you know, don't have any serious responsibilities unless they come from a um, you know, t- tough, tough upbringing, poverty, and they feel like they need to take care of folks. Like, I totally understand that. And in that case, I would be gone. Yeah, I'm going to need more than a little six-figure deal. I'm going to need a seven-figure deal. But can you get those in Tennessee playing basketball? Or is that more reserved for places like Duke and Kentucky? I don't know. Just asking the question here. I wish I can talk Kenny Chandler to come back. I sure would. He, he man, if if he were to make that decision, then he he would have such a, a great sophomore year. And we and, and then, well, I, yes, we oh, yeah. is oh, yeah. make, make but, it about Kennedy. That's right. That's but right. we're having I'm a discussion. We're having a discussion about him solely about Kennedy. Oh, yeah, it's about him. <laughs> but it would be huge for him. I'm he he wouldn't have that two months stretch at the beginning of the year where he's trying to get a feel for things. He he would be ready to go from the jump, and, and have a terrific sophomore year and. Selfishly, from a Tennessee standpoint, boy, that'd be fun to, to watch next to 
Zakai, Josiah, and Santi for a full year. Oh, Second be... year of them playing together, and you would have an improved Justin Powell as well. Oh, yeah, Kennedy and Zakai. And you have would... BJ Edwards. Yes, Kennedy and Zakai would be the best uh, guard tandem in the SEC. Easy. Yes. If Kennedy stays. Easy. And even even next year, they're still going to be fun to watch, even if Kennedy goes, because you'll Mm -hmm. you'll have Zakai leading the charge. Mm -hmm. You'll have Santi and Josiah flanking him, uh, assuming Santi doesn't decide to turn professional. And that doesn't mean NBA, but just go play professionally overseas for him back home, I guess. Um, I think that's a possibility. It wouldn't be completely surprising to me. But you'll you'll have Zakai, you'll have Justin Powell, who – I imagine will develop and, and be better next year, and then also have Josiah and Santi, and and then BJ Edwards can can back up Zakai and, and learn from Zakai. Jemai Meshack maybe gets in the mix a little bit more, so Tennessee will still be fine next year. But man, would it be fun to to have all these back for another year, especially now that you get a taste of what what it looks like when they're all clicking together. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Let's just enjoy this year, though. Let's let's. Enjoy this next couple of weeks. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy what we have. Then worry about that when we get there, I guess. 865-255-03. TN Action 247. Give them a follow on Twitter. That is Tennessee Action. Got people in Alabama, they got to they gotta drive up to Tennessee to play the lottery. They got to drive up to Tennessee to be able to Play some numbers, make bets. We are in Tennessee. Give us your money. We are in Tennessee. Roll with the best and only legal sports book right here in the Volunteer State. That is Action 247. We will share today's special and promo when we come back from break. Again, 865-255-03, Iris Networks Hotline. Be right back. The conversation doesn't stop when the show is over. Follow the Swain event on Twitter and like this show on Facebook. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865 865- 
382-7007. 42nd Street, Brand Strategy Design. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. I know missing the show live is a bummer, but don't fret. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app, online, and on iTunes. Awesome! In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. <laughs> Woo! 
what event fuel by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. It's time for a round SEC. Ben, educate us. Not a real newsy day yesterday. In fact, there was no news yesterday. Uh, but we will preview the weekend of SEC basketball. Big weekend for Tennessee, who is tied with Kentucky for second in the league and is one game ahead of Arkansas. So sure would be nice to keep that one game lead on Arkansas this weekend with a win. Uh, Alabama plays Kentucky in Lexington tomorrow afternoon, 1 p.m. on CBS. Number 25, Alabama at number four, Kentucky. At 1 o'clock on the SEC Network, Ole Miss at Georgia. Uh, 2 p.m. on ESPN. Number two, Auburn at Florida. Come on, Gators. Need you to knock off those Tigers. Come on, let's, let's get it chomped together, Ben. Come on. Chomp, 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 chomp. I can't do it. I can't, I can't bring myself to do it. No. Uh, <laughs> LSU at South Carolina at 3.30 p.m. on the SEC Network. A&M at Vanderbilt. Ain't even going to catch that L. Well, the way that both teams have been playing lately, it would not surprise me. Uh, that game tips off at 6 on the SEC Network. But the game of the day, 4 p.m. Eastern, ESPN, number 16, Tennessee, at number 23, Arkansas. Big, 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 big game for both of these teams. Again, Kentucky and Tennessee tied in the SEC standings for second. And then Arkansas one game behind Kentucky and Tennessee. So Tennessee actually needs a Alabama win over Kentucky tomorrow. If if Alabama can pull off that upset and Tennessee <laughs> beats Arkansas, Tennessee would be in sole possession of second place tomorrow evening. Let me hear you, Ben. <laughs> Shut your dang mouth up. <laughs> oh man. I will be cheering for Alabama in that basketball game because it benefits Tennessee but I will not be saying RTR. I can <laughs> tell you that right now. Uh, Arkansas got everybody going to the game. They got Montana Lewinsky coming in too, man. <laughs> With the Lewinsky. It's going down. Arkansas it's ready for this game. Going down in the deal. They are ready for this game. They're bringing everybody back. Everybody. My, my man Chip Payne said they're bringing back Clint Sterner too. <laughs> Speaking of Clint Sterner, I showed you the Mama Hog video the other is another, day. Is it another Mama Hog? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Who's she going after this time? Jeff Goodman. Or Goody. All right, Goody. All right, now, Goody. I know you don't know a daggum thing about Bud Walton Arena. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all have not seen the Mama Hog videos, they are amazing. And I think they are on Clint Sterner's Twitter account. Let me check. The former Arkansas quarterback. Tennessee's favorite opposing quarterback. Yes, 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 yes. Of all time. Yeah, it's on it's on his Twitter account. You got to scroll a, a little. Uh, Nineteen while. hours ago. Yeah. Morning coffee with Mama Hog. Crosshairs on Goodman hoops. A drive by on Texas Tech basketball, and a message for Coach and Archie Miller. You, you've got to go watch this video. The funny one though was from what was that after the Auburn game? <laughs> yeah. You, you got to really go find the the Mama Hog video. From from earlier in the week, she was going in 
Now listen here, Goody. I'll put it on the show notes. I'll put the link to her. Uh, I'll put the link to the. Uh, oh, here's the other one. You got to put this one on the show notes, too. I just sent it to your DMs. Man. The first one's the, the whole, ten times funnier than the, the, the one she just posted yesterday, or he just posted of his mom going after Jeff Goodman. It's hilarious. I was, I've watched it numerous times. It's great, man. <laughs> and I laughed the entire time. It is it's hilarious. Great. It's little parts each time you watch it, watch it, that kind of <laughs> makes you laugh. Sticks out to you and makes you laugh. Yeah, man, it's great. It's, it's, it's why I love college athletics and SEC athletics because the passion, man. Like you got to be really passionate to be alone at your place, set up your camera on a tripod, because you know that camera was steady. That camera was not moving at all. This lady got her phone hooked up to a tripod and is talking to people who are not in the same room as her. I, I think I can play the second one. I watched it yesterday. I don't recall a cuss word. Uh, the second one, the first one, she the, she the said first a yeah. couple times. Yeah, you can't play the first one. Is that F word? Possibly. I think she dropped the F word. But on the second one, I don't remember a cuss word. Oh god! You want to risk it? No. Why not? It's Friday. Next. Uh, we'll listen to it here at the top of the hour and play it when we come back. We'll be responsible adults. Oh. Since since Swain doesn't want to live life on the the edge this morning. Mm-mm. I don't. We'll, we'll we'll listen to it at the top of the hour and then come back and play it after the top. You know we all we all in one. Mess with old ladies a little bit. But we're not messing. We're propping her up. We're not messing with her. We're not messing with her. That changes. That changes tomorrow. What changes? She about get, she about to get this smoke. But like her she's, smoke she's is an enemy. Her but her smoke is not with other teams. It's it's with Jeff Goodman because he refused to rank Arkansas. For the longest time, and, and still is not giving them okay. their credit. Good point. So, but right, but right now it's just her beef with with Jeff Goodman, and it's hilarious to watch. She just better watch it because if she tries to throw a stray at Tennessee's way, while throwing shade at Goodman, we coming. Well, well, look, I mean, we'll have Uros roll up on her and give her a two piece of the biscuit too, and no, his ski mask. She can't do that. She don't have a Twitter account. Well, I, I'm it's Clint Sterner's mom, and she just sends him the videos and he posts for her. Is that really her mom? His mom? I think so. I don't know with a hundred percent certainty, but I think so. I love me some Mama Hog, man. She's you think great. Uh, Sam Pittman's gonna call the Hogs? Oh yeah, Sam Pittman gonna be there. Whoopee! Yes, sir. You sound real comfortable doing that. Real comfortable. Doesn't, doesn't take a lot of effort to do it. Real comfortable. That's. that's when you live in Arkansas and, and you're as dumb as they are, you got to keep it real simple. A woo, a pig, and a suey, it ain't that hard to do. They've had too much pork infiltrated their brains. John K says, y'all ever watch Hog Calling on YouTube? Uh, no. No. Can't say that I have. No, John K. We have we have lives. <laughs> I just joke. No, we haven't seen it yet. I'm not joking. I've been down the YouTube rabbit hole. I had to stop myself like, well, how did I get here? What is this? When I was a kid, it was always the, the highlights, the sports highlights that would get me. Sit in school in computer class and watching web gems on the baseball field over and over and over again. All I was trying to do was see how to 
pull off this DIY project, you know, on YouTube, man. I end up watching something else. John K says, I'm going to send y'all the link. John K, we didn't ask for the link. Okay, send it. We'll watch. We'll watch that during the break, too. <laughs> Someone needs to bring a cardboard cutout of Vitello and have it placed next to Van Horn. Yes. That's a good good idea, Adam. Yes. Great idea. It's going to be hard to pull off, though, doing it there. Roche in his black ski mask. He has to play, Ben. They play today. Arkansas baseball does. Tennessee arrives today. Ben, he he has to be a part of the, the, the game prep, the meetings. He ain't got time for all that. He can it's sneak a business out. trip. He can sneak out. Nobody will notice he's gone. Nobody will notice the big seven-footer who is the most vocal on the team, always talking. Nobody nobody will will recognize that he's not there. And all it takes is like 10 or so minutes. I bet they're staying close to the, the baseball stadium. He can slide on over, sneak in, find Dave Van Horn, and bop, 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 take that. That's your total. Don't ever talk about him again. I, or I guess know, he'd man. say it in a Serbian voice. Don't talk about Tony like that ever again. I don't know. You man. hear me? It's SEC coaches and staff members, they don't mind putting their hands on players. So don't, <laughs> don't, don't make me call the Plavšik brothers. Oh, Plavšik brothers do not play. We will come for you. You leave Tony Vitello alone. <laughs> oh, you meat stick. Hey, man, this is, this is, this is going to be a. Um, Dave Van great. Horn's made me change my energy about the basketball game. Like, I didn't have any mad feelings or bad feelings towards Arkansas, but Dave Van Horn reminded me that Arkansas is no longer on my good side. You know what? Sam Pittman never deserved coach of the year. He was so overrated. Who cares about Finally. About, about beating Texas and LSU and Missouri and winning all your rivalry games and going 8-4, and 9-4, and four, whatever they went at two years after going like 20 straight games without winning the game in the SEC? Who cares? Finally. Finally, you've seen the light. No. It's a shame that you have not seen the light. He's blind, but now you can see. It's about time, man. It's about time. J.D. Note. Kennedy Chandler. Zakai Ziegler. That is going to be a nice matchup. Note is Arkansas's leading scorer. 18 right under 19 points per game. He is their senior guard. He is you know, he, he he's a dog too now. He 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 has got it out of the mud as well. He's had a long road that led to Arkansas. And um he's a he's a he's a Georgia boy that once they went to JUCO and went through some things to to get to where he is. So he's a good player. He's a tough, gritty player. You got over there. A hog calling contest. All right, let me see. Let me hear. It. Well, I don't know if he's going to cuss or not. Here's a right. big old boy. Uh, he's probably got some depth in his voice. All right, we'll, we'll listen to it during the break. Come on, It's the worst mascot in the SEC by far. Is it? Yes. Like, who wants to be a a pig? Who wants to be Wilbur? 
not intimidating. <laughs> Charlotte was tougher than Wilbur they're, and Charlotte's Web. Wilbur wants to be a pig. They're hogs. Hogs are different than pigs. It's the same thing. No, they're different. Hogs are mean and intimidating. Whatever. You tried to go wrestle a hog before? No. I haven't either. But I hear it's pretty difficult. And I hear they're pretty mean. What's a Commodore? That's the real question. It looks like a dude with a gun and a funny-looking hat stuff on it. Like he fought in the American War or something. I don't know. The dumbest one in the SEC is the Crimson Tide. Like, how do you get elephant and tide together? I I don't get it. I don't get it. The elephants are pretty big, though. They can, they can squash you. Correct. But it's an elephant. I'll, I'll take that back. They don't have the worst. Who has the worst? The game. Oh, the Gamecocks? The, the Gamecocks. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. The Gamecocks. Yeah, that's a good point. You see how they try to make it make it sound intimidating by calling it a Gamecock? Yeah. It's a chicken. Yeah. It's a Gamecock. No, nah, man. It's a rooster. It's a chicken. That's that's it. That's it. That's all it is. It's chicken. They, they just they just chicken. That's it. Now I do think technically, kind of like the pig and the hog thing, gamecocks are actually mean, mean little little things. I'm sure they are. A little bit different than just a simple little chicken. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. All I need is a baseball bat. I Evan Russell that thing up out of here. <laughs> I piss all over that. You you'll get Peter on us. All over that, man. Ain't scared of no Gamecock. First mascot in the SEC. Arkansas is the second. A pig. That's what they are. They're just pigs. So, yeah, during the break, we got to listen to this calling of the hogs. And, and we got to listen to Mama Hog. Like, the, war, the worst two fan bases in the SEC are Georgia fans and Arkansas fans. They imitate animal noises. What about your? Uh, what about an Aggie? That's a good point for Nelson. Like, what is an Aggie? I don't know what an Aggie is. I don't know. I don't know. All I know, there's a lot of stupid, stupid mascots in the SEC. They they like to mimic each other. How many tigers we got? About four or five of them. Missouri, Auburn, LSU, LSU. Yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody wants to be a tiger. Silly. But Chip Payne also makes a good point. That bulldog that Georgia has sure is ugly. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's a dog, so let I me mean, at least that makes sense. Any kind of dog mascot, it, it makes sense. But a chicken, Jared, and Texas a pig says an Aggie is a farmer. Ooh, that's scary. <laughs> Ooh, gonna plant some corn on you. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Come on, Tennessee football. We need some drama. 865-200-5503. No, we don't need any drama. Y'all just continue to work out. Don't get arrested. Don't get arrested. Don't get in trouble. We're, we're not trying to win the former cup this year. It's not the former cup anymore. The Kirby Cup. It's the, it's the Urban Meyer Cup. It's, it's the Mark Stoops it should, Cup. It should have already been the Urban Cup. Yeah. It should have already been changed. The moment that Aaron Hernandez got in trouble, it should have been changed right then. Right then. Fair point. 
865-255-03. Hour three is coming up here on the program. We got to win, man. We got to win this game. They are bringing everybody back. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. That they put on their basketball team. Kind of like wearing alternate uniforms. Or maybe they're going to check her. Check her. Walton. A lot of pressure they put on themselves. To take an L. To take an L. The guy Ziegler going to come in there and tickle the nose of J.D. Notay. Come in there slap up Jalen Williams. Make him sneeze. Make him sneeze. Don't bend Eric Musselman's other shoulder. Have to have surgery again. <laughs> uh, hour three coming up.